So we, our pastor, our fearless leader is not around today. Um, he is taking some time off. Uh, he will be back soon. So, yeah, they sent greetings. They said they love you. They care for you. They appreciate that you're coming to church in December. <laughs> Amen. Um, so we are, okay, my name is Temba. Uh, one man who mentored me said to me, never assume that everybody knows you. So intro yourself. So my name is Temba. I love the Lord and I serve in this church. Amen. Um, so we are in a series uh, called Re Reset. So but today we are on this topic. So last week, Umfundisi tackled um, replay. So he spoke about revisiting the year and how everything went. Um, so, and, and I saw a lot of you posting it last week. I'm like, yeah, Umfundis really got through, you know? Um, because it, it means that a, a lot of us were looking back and, and trying to figure out what went wrong or went right uh, in our lives. So today, now that we have replayed, it is time to look at the places that need restoration. It is time to look at those things that some might have gone well, but they have not gone according to how God wanted them to go. Because not every good thing is a God thing. So some of you might have hit a place where you are doing good, but it is still not what God wants you to do. You know? Because many a times we find ourselves in places where there's a separation, it's clear, Oguti. Ah, man, this is bad, so it's not God's will. Ne? But then there are times where it is good, but it is not God's will. And I've, 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 I've met a lot of people that are stuck there. And God said to me, he, he needs to renew the sense of sight of those people for them to see again what he had said about the good thing that you're going through now in the beginning because it doesn't look like what he said but it is good so one of the things that God wants to restore today is sight he wants you to go back to see again what he said and how it looked so some of us have begun running with things because God said he will be good we assume that the things that came our way are still good are still God's will, I mean. You know, sometimes you get into a job, it's not the one, but it is a good job. Sure. Okay. So, so now that we have replayed, we need to come to a place of restoration. And am I, I'm so glad that it is God who restores. It is not your friend who restores. So the people that might have looked at your pitfalls in the past year might still be looking to say, are you going to get up? But am I so glad that it is not in their hands. It is in the hands of God. So my restoration lies in the fact that God is committed to restoring me. 
I told a friend of mine just the other day, and I said, Mgana, God is committed to restoring you more than you are. So you, you will make mistakes. The moment will come where you, where you are coming to the crossroads of what you need to decide. And you will make mistakes. So last year, he, he made a mistake at the same place. Now it's coming back around because God is committed to restoring you more than you are. Hey, God is committed to your restoration. So you look at yourself and you're like, hey, not me, but God is committed to getting you there more than you are. Ah, touch your neighbor and say, God will get you there. Oh, that one didn't get it. Touch the other one and say, God will get you there. So, so there's a story. So I'm going to take 10 minutes and tell you this story and then we'll close. So there's a story that take place, takes place in the book of First Samuel, chapter 22. I'm going to read from verse 1, and then we'll, we'll take a bit of a discourse. So David left Gath and escaped to the cave of Adullam. Is it up? Soon his brothers and all his other relatives joined him there. Then others began coming men who were in trouble or in debt or who were just discontented until David was the captain of about 400 men. <laughs> yeah. So David is on the run. David is running from Saul. So he's going from place to place. But one of the first places that David hides at is at the caves of Adullam. Can I tell you what the Adullam means? Woo! It means a place of refuge. It means a place of hiding. So David, it is in God's plan that David will go and hide in Adullam. And Adullam is a stronghold. A stronghold is a place where Isungeziwe Yes, it's a fortress. Nobody can go in. That's why it is called a stronghold. But David is going there without an army. So he is going to a place that God calls a stronghold, but there is nobody to guard it. But David runs to the stronghold. He runs there and he finds himself living in the cave. But because, hey guys, God will say some things to you that where you find yourself, it doesn't look like what he said. Hey, so, so David goes. And Adulam doesn't look like the stronghold that God says it is. Ah, but David goes. And, ah, but because God is faithful, he begins to send people. Yeah! People begin to flood. The Bible says when they heard that David was in the gaze of Adullam, his brothers and sisters, and people that were in debt, and people that were broken, and people that did not know whether they were going forward or backwards, went to 
the hiding place. Hey, God has to hide you to restore you. Yeah, some of you are still hidden. Hey, don't get out yet. God is still working on you. Don't get out yet. God is still working on you. God has a plan. But you know what happens to us, Gam? So the people, we were talking about this with Gamo earlier. And I said to him, you see, focusing on what God is doing with you, it means that you will be standing there focusing on him and your friends will be passing. Ah, but stay there. I said, stay there. Let them pass, Babadeh. Because their train is not your train. Their time is not your time. God knew what he was doing when he was bringing you to the earth. He knew that in 2022, Ntlantla is going to come out running. He's going to come out running. He's going to come out running. But in 2021, he has to wait. But now, David is in the caves of Adullam. If I was David, I would be like, Kulunkulu, how are you sending people like this to me? Please, man, you could send me people that are strong, people that are healthy, people that are ready to fight. I mean, I'm on the run. How are you sending me broken people? So now, David sees this so the picture is not complete. Now he's not only in the stronghold, but he has broken people. Hey guys, have no business becoming an army. Before God sets you to work, he heals you first. Before God sets you to do anything, he restores you first. These people are coming here not to become an army, but they are coming to be restored. Hey, can I tell you that to them, they were probably going there because they just wanted to hide here. These people don't stay in the city. They go to the wilderness where David is. <sighs> the wilderness is not a nice place, guys. But the Bible says, out of all the people that came, David had 400 men that became his army. You might be broken today, but after God hides you, you will come out an army man. After God hides you, you will come out stronger than when you walked in. You are about to come out. You are about to come out. Some of us want restoration, but we don't want to slow down. Admit to the fact that you got hurt. Admit to the fact that you might have failed at that corner. 
Because God works better with people that admit to where they are. Because it is then that God can work His power. Ah, Paul says, when I am weak, it is then that the strength and the power of God is shown. So when I'm weak, I am strong. Hey, guys. So these guys run to David. When they get there, God gives David the grace for restoration. God gives David grace for restoration. I want to read. So now, these guys have come. But now God restores them. So the ones that were discontented are now people of stature. Yeah, yeah, after they came out of those caves, someone might have looked at them and said, Aye, you went in and you were broken. How are you like this? Tell them, I am from where God is. I have been with the Lord. I have been with the Lord. Ah, guys, I have been with the Lord. There is something about God's presence. That Moses, ah, yeah, 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 yeah. So Moses has to climb this mountain, guys. Moses climbed a mountain to go and spend time with God. And that mountain, if you do a research, you realize that nobody in human strength could climb. But Moses goes up. He goes up. The very same Moses who said he is not a man of any stature, who said he can't even speak. That Moses. How about he goes and spends time with the Lord? Ah, when he gets back, he finds that people are looking at him because his countenance has changed. You are not the same one that went up. What happened to you? But the mistake that Moses makes is that the countenance that God had now given him, he covered it. Tell your neighbor, say, when you come out of this, don't cover yourself. You are not in the business of impressing anybody. You are not in the business of making anyone comfortable. So your friends are going to look at you and say, but Dawa, oh, oh, change it. Yeah, no, don't change back. Because you've been with the Lord, your countenance has changed. You are a new man because you've been with the Lord. Yeah, I don't do that anymore because my countenance has changed. Let's go clubbing and come back in the morning and go to church and say, no, 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 my countenance has changed. I will not cover my countenance so that you can be comfortable. I wasn't going there. I don't know how I ended up there. Whew. I want to show you in these three minutes what happened to these men. Hey, then I'll close. Let's go to 1 Samuel chapter 23. <laughs> Guys. Oh, the Bible is such a beautiful book. 
<laughs> God, I love your word. Amen. From verse 1. That's 1 Samuel chapter 23. One day, news came to David that the Philistines were at Kayla, stealing grain from the threshing floors. David asked the Lord, should I go and attack them? Now, so what, what, what happens between, between that 23 and that 22? A prophet comes to David and says, it is now time to leave Adullah. Yes, go and save Kayla. The Lord told him. But David's men said, we are afraid. Even here in Judah, we certainly, we certainly don't want to go to Kayla to fight the whole Philistine army. Sometimes God will restore you and you will not trust the power and the strength and the ability that God has now given you. So these guys have gone to Adulam. The Bible has already said that now they are an army, but they are afraid. So David inquires of the Lord. He says, should I go? Because David understands that I might have an army, but what I need is the word of the law. Guys, if we look at the numbers, these guys are 400. Those guys are thousands. So David cannot just go with 400 men. He has to go with 400 men that are going in the word in the name of the Lord. Because the name of the Lord is power. So he says to Goliath, you come to me in sticks and stones. So he says sticks and stones will not break my bones. In other words, whatever shield that you have and the sword that you have will not do anything to me because I come to you in the name of the Lord. The Israelites counted Goliath as thousands which means Goliath was equivalent to thousands not just thousands actually tens of thousands because when the people are singing about David you realize that David had gone to a few wars but one of the things one of the major things that David had done was take down Goliath so he so the Bible is also written poetically. In other words, there are hyperboles that they use to make a point, to emphasize a point. Because if these guys say tens of thousands, when did they count them? Think about that. So they say Saul has killed his thousands. Saul had been king for a while. I'm sure he had killed more than just thousands. Think about it. But these guys are trying to make a point. To say David has become greater than Saul. That's the point they're trying to make. So they equated even Goliath to great armies. Okay, I don't know why I'm going there, but I needed to explain that. So, so now, I'm going to continue to read. So David asked the Lord again. Now that army has said they are afraid. <laughs> David asked the Lord again. And again. And the Lord replied, where I'm on verse 4. Go down to Kila, for I will help you conquer the Philistines. So now God is giving detail. Because David asked, should I go? God said go. But now he says, I 
will give you this victory. So David and his men went to Cana. Guys, these guys said to David, we are afraid. But after David went to the Lord for his word, I'm sure David said, I understand that we are just 400, but the Lord has said. Oh, that is such a difference maker. You know why it's a difference maker? Because Jesus finds two fishermen. With their help us, they have been trying to catch fish. But when Jesus says, throw the net in again, this man says to Jesus, we have tried, but because at your word, ah, the word of the Lord is power. Ah, there's so much power in the word of the Lord. So I'm sure that when David returned, he said, the Lord says, and all fear was cast Hey guys, forgive me for being so passionate about God's word. But I'm not really apologizing. So David and his men went to Kayla. They slaughtered the Philistines and took all of their livestock and rescued the people of Kayla. you went in broken but when you come out you become a fortress for others the man that went to David broken battered and bruised are the ones that are defending other people now look at what the Lord can do purely because they went to the Lord's hiding place where the Lord restores. Slow down. The Lord needs to heal you. Slow down. The Lord needs to redirect your focus. I said slow down. You keep walking, but you know that you got hurt over there, but you're still limping forward. God is not interested in people that limp forward. He is interested in they that wait upon the law. Oh, shall renew their strength and they shall mount upon wings as eagles. Hey, this word, you often says we are not raising chickens. Yeah, God doesn't, is not interested in limping people. He's interested in people that fly your neighbor and say you're gonna fly ah, yeah 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 Amos chapter 9 verse 14 I'm almost done Amos chapter 9 verse 14 and I will bring my people Israel back from exile they will rebuild their ruined cities and live in them they will plant vineyards and drink their wine they will make gardens and eat Ah, the Lord is restoring you. You are The Lord is restoring you. Ah, be patient. Wait. 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 
It is not people that are in a hurry that renew their strength. It is the people that wait on the Lord. Wait. 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 You are not late. God knew that you would be here at this time. You are the right height. You have the right voice. You are the right skin color. You have the right everything. There is nothing that is a mistake about where you are. You are where God wants you because He is working on you. God is restoring you. Give Him time. Let's stand for a moment as I close. So now, the Bible in 2 Samuel accounts and gives us an account of what kind of man David really had. So we know that they turned into an army, but we don't really know what kind of men they were. But the Bible says, <laughs> let's read 2 Samuel chapter 23. Once during the harvest, and it's verse 13. Yeah, yeah, 2 Samuel 23, 13. Once during the harvest, when David was at the cave of Adullam, the Philistine army was camped in the valley of Rephaim. The three who were among the 30, an elite group among David's elite men, fighting men, went down to meet him there. David was staying in the stronghold at the time and a Philistine detachment had occupied the town of Bethlehem. So around this time, <laughs> guys, around this time, David begins to thirst for water. <laughs> David begins to thirst for water. Now he's just talking, you know. He says, hey, if I could only have a drink from that camp. Ah, guys, go and read the Bible. It says these three men went and took down a whole army. Three people that went to David. Weak people. Now they can take down an army for something that is so small as water. The Bible says they went down pierced into that camp, took a jar of water, ran back to David. <laughs> when they get there, David says, aye, aye, guys, aye, man, gang, But it, this goes to show that these men came in and they didn't know that they possessed so much strength. But after the Lord has restored you, because God, Mr. Mnyai, is interested in people that are going to take over cities. God is interested in people that are going to take over departments. God is interested in people that are going to change the trajectory of any place that they find themselves in. God is interested in building strong men. So there are three men. I'm going to tell you about these three men. And then I'm going to finish. Whew. There was one man called Abishai in taking David's army. Yay. 
The Bible says this man killed 300 men alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You look at yourself now and you say, me, 300. But after the Lord has put his hands on you, after the Lord, after the border has put his hands on you, you can take down whatever comes your way. Abishai, another one of these guys is Benina. Oh, guys. I, I can see Benina coming to David. Saying, David, I've got so many debts. I can't pay them. I, I am running from where I'm from. I have no hope. They are about to take everything I have. I have decided to run to the caves of Abdullah. Adulam is the place where God restores. They didn't know. Ah, Benina walks in. But as Benina walks out. Now Benina walks out. And the Bible says, Benina, one time he saw a lion. This is, I'm not making these things up. They're in the Bible. One time Benina sees a lion. The Bible says he chased it down. <laughs> Benina chases the lion down. It goes into a pit. He goes down with it. And he tears it apart. Because these are the exploits of the people that is restoring in this city. You have seen nothing until you have seen yourself restored, ma'am. Ah, you have not seen what you can do until you have seen yourself healed. You have not seen what you can do until you see your focus back again. Woo. One of these men he is Eliezer. Woo, guys, I love this one. So one time, you know David has a small arm, but one time, they are being put under pressure. So some of the men they are with retreat. But the Bible says, please come up, Mr. Miai, somewhere you can, somewhere you can take off. I want to show you this. So, so now they are fighting this army and now by a lose. But now the Bible says, Eliezer and David said back to back. Come on, back to back. Back to back. Now this is Eliezer and David. Now Eliezer has his sword in his hand. Ah, David has his sword in his hand. And what began to happen is that they began to fight. They began to fight back to back. And you know what the Bible says? It says after Eliezer was done, his sword was stuck to his hand. He had fought so much that he put his strength in its entirety in what he was doing. Because that is what a people that the Lord has restored do. You cannot spend yourself for the Lord until the Lord has fully restored you. The Lord is interested ah, in filling you up. In filling you up to the brim so that wherever you go, the river of God goes. So that wherever you touch, the power of God touches. So that whatever need we find in the city, when we have you, we have God. These are the exploits 
of a restored people. The Lord is at work and his business is restoration. You will not stay in the restoration era forever. But stay long enough for the Lord to be done. Don't abort your destiny for a loaf of bread. When a woman is pregnant, she must go the course. And only then, when the child has matured in the woman's womb, does the child come out. That is why, if the child seeks to come out at seven months, we have complications. So wait, Tabel. The Lord is at work. And his business is restoring you. And we will tell stories like this about you once you have been restored. Yeah, we will say about you that daylight has built the biggest building in the city and people are flooding there to read books, to do whatever research that they need to do. We will say these things about you because you would have waited on the Lord to restore you. Don't get out. Don't abort young people. Don't abort your destiny. Don't leave the hands of the potter too soon. Because the enemy is waiting for you. When the army of David left Adullam, it did not mean that they were not going to fight wars. So the things that broke you are still waiting for you. But can I tell you what? Now they have a restored man. The things they said about you begin to say them again. But you shine I'm a restored man. Let's lift our hands unto the Father. Father, in this moment, we receive your supernatural ability to restore. Father, help us to stay the course so that when we leave the cave of Adulam, we can make you proud. So that we can take over cities unto the glory of the Lord. So that we can change the trajectory of this nation unto the glory of the Lord. We shall be those people. We shall be those people. We shall be those people. Let us say a resounding amen unto this prayer. Yeah. God bless you.